0: Hey, welcome to Nerd Summer of the Nerds. That's what I like to call it. It's not <laughs> official. I just like to name stuff things and do things in the thing. Um things. But yes, things are great. I am Court Jensen, joined by Johnny Loram and special guest Molly. Hi. She's joining us, not crawling on the floor or not fixing <laughs> cameras, which you were gracious. She's camera never gonna be f- able to live that down. No, Mom. no never. But I mean They couldn't see me before, and they still can't see me. So it's true. It's a mysterious voice. Do we know she's really here, though? Do 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 (laughs) do. So yeah, we have a show. We're gonna handle. We're gonna um, handle. At Man and the Wasp. I'm trying to words are hard. uh, Thank. Yep. We also haven't delved into E3, so we're gonna let you know what we thought about that. I know it. That's past a little bit, but we've had time to absorb all the madness. Mostly, we're going to be talking about Nintendo stuff because we're Nintendo heads here, or at least this uh, me and Johnny. Nintendo dorks, I like Nintendo I, like, to call. Ooh, I, I like, like that one. That is good. That'd be yeah. a good <laughs> podcast. Um, I don't know if that's trademarked or taken. I'm taking it. I'm we got to take it while we can. Okay, so Nintendo. I already took it. <laughs> we're going to Nintendo dork out uh, later on, and we're also going to have a fun little segment where we uh, talk about. Would it be good to hang with the incredible cast or not so good? Um, But first I got to bring, as I like to do at the top of this set, I like to bring down the mood. Uh, This won't be too bad. Hopefully it's not too bad. Uh, So this guy named Steve Ditko, he created, I wouldn't say he created Spider-Man, but he put him on the map. He created actually his red and blue suit, Uh, created Dr. Octopus, Sandman, Green Goblin, and just like all the uh, famous situations that we've seen in movies and in the comics so he passed away at 90 which is a full life um in his brooklyn apartment or midtown new york apartment somewhere like that but the guy for years and years since the late 90s was just a shut-in a recluse uh there was a bbc documentary about them trying to even land an interview with him he wouldn't come out of his apartment uh quit marvel after a while worked for dc and then just uh Worked as a uh, independent guy, but he created like not only Spider Man, but Doctor Strange and that weird like Doctor Strange stuff he was doing in the '60s and late '70s was weird. It's like Salvador Dali, uh, just weird. He was inspired by this surreal, uh, surrealist like movement of art. So you had just the craziness that we kind of what we saw in the Doctor Strange movie with the the buildings turning in on itself and just weird. Uh, stuff in the air and cosmos. So uh, unfortunately he passed away, but he's remembered by so many artists. And every time we see a Spider-Man movie, he's definitely, his stamp is on that. So I want to definitely give him a shout out, like his memory and just everything that he brought to the comic book industry. So uh, rest in peace, Steve Ditko. But now we're going to move on to a little bit more lighter subject and that's Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, we'll try to keep it a little bit spoiler free because we have Molly here. No, that's okay. <laughs> I like spoilers. You sh- you I you sure? embrace spoilers. You sure? Okay. Yeah, I we'll, embrace spoilers. Okay, we'll we'll delve into it then. Let's go. Um spoilers alert. Spoiler yes. alert. <laughs> so we got to see this um quite a few days before it came out, but um uh it was a great movie. I thought it was a palate cleanser from like not the uh, Infinity Affinity War was uh not a great movie, but just heavy. Heavy consequence we t- – we went through – actually, the brunt of our conversation last time on the show was about affinity uh, War because there's just so much to tackle. This had a little bit of ties to it, but not too much. It, I just felt like it was light, breezy, and fun. I thought it was uh, on par with the first one. I mean, that was a surprise to me because when I first initially heard of Peyton Reed – uh, he was the bring-it-on guy with the Kirsten Dunst uh, dancing movie. And I'm like, oh, boy, this is going to be total garbage. <laughs> but actually, Peyton Reed came through. No cheerleaders, no Kirsten Dunst, no bring-it-on. <laughs> oh, is that the director? Yeah, oh. whatsoever. So I thought it. I just wasn't sure how it would be because uh, Edgar Wright, uh, Baby Driver, and Shaun of the Dead was attached to this, and I thought his – it's one of those one that that universe that i want to travel to of the what if cuz edward writes uh something fell out with the studio his imagination is pretty crazy baby driver is pretty uh it's a great movie like synced up with the audio or the music and the motion and the action is awesome that had to take so long uh but just the imagination he had i just always wondered what could have been But we got Peyton Reed, and we got Paul Rudd, and I've been a Paul Rudd fan since 1995, I believe. I saw Coolis with him in it. And it doesn't look like they'll never have to use that creepy sort of Marvel de-aging stuff that they used in this Mm -hmm. movie because Paul Rudd feels like he retroactively de-ages every time I see him. (laughs) He never ages. But he's always a great – he always brings a greatness to this. Uh, I love his interactions in Civil War with – Captain America, but that's not what we're talking about. So I got to stay on topic. <laughs> what we're talking about is this movie. Um, I don't know if it like crushed the villain problem. Uh, I don't even know if I would consider her. I think she's a conflicted person in yeah. Ghost. So Ghost wasn't exactly a villain. I don't think there was. I, I mean, no, I wouldn't were, consider her. She's not an antihero either. Yeah, because you know, it, it she's she's a, a conflicted character, and it's it's like we had in Deadpool 2 a little bit.